3: Ah, uh, Another good one. We should we should have those ranked. We should do the last 10. We'll rank them every That was a really week. good one. Yeah, that one would be the winner, I think. It is time for Myers Cork & Bottle. Or Kevin Myers Cork & Bottle in for Thirsty Thursday here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. Strick is already getting into his wine, so we'll have to figure <laughs> out what he's drinking. Uh, but uh, we also uh, love to welcome in Kevin. And uh, what did you bring in for us to drink today, Kevin?
2: Well, first, I'd like to ask Strick what's in the glass today, buddy.
1: In the glass today is a little miomi. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? your go-to. Your go-to. Yeah, I went. I went with that. I almost went with 19 Crimes. What do you think about that?
2: Uh, did you go with the Cali Red, the Snoop version?
1: Yeah, the Snoop version.
2: I uh, I bought some of that when my wife and I were on vacation here uh, a couple of months ago, and I thought it was pretty darn good. It's kind of it's a little fruity for me like you know just a little bit almost on the sweeter side but uh thought it was pretty darn good stuff and it's got a cool label too so
1: because you know 420 is coming up soon (laughs) (laughs) well isn't
2: that crazy like i mean you know so pinnacle's having snoop for 420 i'm like i'm not sure lincoln's ready for this (laughs) you know it's it's like uh you would think he would go somewhere where it was legal like i mean is lincoln really ready for that What, what do you think strip strick I uh, can't. Oh, you he can't hear us. Oh, oh shoot! All right, well, so we Bach had, just left. Yeah,
0: so Bach. All right, so what do you got for us, Kevin? All it's, right, it's just me and you. All right, cool. For uh, right now,
2: so we're gonna start with Cerro Grapefruit Cider. And uh, it is a local cidery right here in good old Lincoln, Nebraska. And they make um, a wide variety of various ciders. And this is their brand new one just came in today. It's got a hint of grapefruit in it. So, Bach, I'm going to hand this over. Don't spill it.
3: Oh, yeah. I spilled last week. So that was close. It was a close (laughs) save. Oh, no way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just not on the board. Don't worry.
2: Right. Right. And uh, so are we working on Strick as we go? We should be good. We
0: good. We
1: good? Are we, are yes. Yes. All right, yes. Perfect. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay, cool. I was wondering, y'all. Y'all are quick to kick stricky off the block when it comes <laughs> to sitting on some wine and
2: cider. Well, all of a sudden Bach walked out, <laughs> and then I asked you a question, and I was like, Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had a little bit of an no, echo. I-, I did hear the question, and I'll let you finish, and then I'll get into your question. Well, oh, hey, no, tell us do about you, the
2: cider. Do you, well, it's uh, it's grapefruit. <laughs> and it's right here, made right here in good old Lincoln, Nebraska. Sarah has a a really cool uh, tasting room there on like 19th and N and uh, you can get flights you can get like a small plate like hummus platters and cheese and nuts and stuff like that and it's just a cool date spot and it's fun to try the different ciders because historically I haven't really been a cider person until I got to try theirs and mm-hmm. and and I like them because they're a little drier style it's almost like sort of a wine um and fruit sort of marriage uh, and it's just a uh, uh, really good and, and refreshing and and uh, nice for the warmer weather that we're having this is really good
3: yeah i think refreshing is like, probably the yeah, best this that is, is a really good word really for it. really good
2: it's not sweet. Has that nice light pink grapefruit flavor. It's a natural flavor. It's not an artificial. Um, it's not too much either. Yeah, and and I think generally these will come in around five percent ABV. So you know, not super high alcohol. Yeah, five point six, and. Uh, you know, just kind of light, refreshing, good summer
3: drink. Yeah, this definitely would be used for the summer. They say, It says on the back that when they think of, uh, well, I guess it says when they think of citrus, they think of Florida. I thought it would have said they, when we think of cider, we think of Florida. I said, you do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of Florida necessarily, but uh, uh, I guess citrus, that makes a little bit more sense. I was playing tricks on you. Yeah.
1: what is the uh, wine of the month for you guys there at uh, Myers Cork and bottle? Just started a new one today.
2: And uh, it is from a winery called Trentadu, and they they have a winemaker who's Bosnian, and his name's uh, Milosevic, and so he made his own wine called Milo. And, Did you come uh,
1: from the Milosevic family that we're familiar with? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't fact? think so,
2: <laughs> but because it's his first name. But um, uh. Uh, so it's a, a Cabernet and a Zinfandel, both are single vineyard uh, that uh, we're featuring for twenty-seven bucks uh, at the at the shop. They're normally thirty-five dollar wines. So that's brand new; just came in today. Um, but I thought I would bring in something a little traditional um, to taste on the air, simply for the fact that we're trying to. Uh, you know sort of cover the bases first learn to walk or crawl before we learn to walk before we learn to run here uh, with thirsty Thursday and uh, especially with young Nikki on the uh, on the mic here <laughs> we're, uh, we're we're just trying to build him up
0: I, I need to learn I, I seriously this I told you it's was, it was disappointing that you couldn't be on our show anymore which understandably so because I like I want to learn all about the the five S's and everything
2: Right, the five S's. Five S's. Yeah. yeah. See, yep. I gathered a little something from last week's show. See, see swirl, <laughs> sniff, snip, sip, and swallow. Absolutely. Like five <laughs> S's of wine tasting. We went through that step by step on uh, on Thursday, Thursday with the uh, the Nick birthday edition last week. <laughs> yeah.
3: And obviously, Nick, you're you're pretty new to drinking. So I You, am. you haven't drinking at all before you're 21. Obviously. No. so uh, right. Have you had too many ciders? What do you think? No, this is my first one. I like really? it. Yeah. It. Like, it's, this is great. It's, for it's summer.
0: Really, it's
2: really refreshing. I think that's a really good.
0: Really yeah. good word. So,
2: and it's just a light grapefruit. It's not sweet, but it's not dry either. Yeah, it just has exactly. enough fruit to make it interesting, but not enough to make it like cloying or mm-hmm. make it taste like you know you're drinking a Capri Sun or something like exactly. that. Yeah. like
0: I said, it's not too overpowering, which makes it not super sweet. It's it's really good. <laughs>
3: Oh, there we go. I turn that down. <laughs> I don't know what that was, strict, but in any case, uh, uh, what's uh, what's the one we're looking at as we go through the five S? here? Well,
2: uh, I'll tell you that in just a second, but uh, um, number one, I was going to see if you still had the... Um, the thirst trap take because that was awesome
3: <laughs> i gotta try to pull that up see if it's up there
2: and uh so strick do you think lincoln is ready for a snoop Dogg 420 show at the arena
3: <laughs> i think strick has strick, plugged us out yeah he, strick he's, are you I no longer I, I, I think he's posting something are you there strick oh he's posting something i see <laughs> thirst trap man
1: it's a thirsty
3: thirst, yeah man. we were got, we we we're about, about to play it there uh, uh kevin asked you a question here uh, regarding maybe your snoop wine you had yeah, you think? My, uh, you oh th- yeah, the
1: 420, you, the 420 you, one, the yeah, question you, you asked me? Do you think Lincoln's ready for that? Ah, uh, so my thought was, we, me and Bach talked about it, right? And and we've had conversations about those individuals who would go into the the arenas and do different things with, with that. We talked about Red back, how when I played with the Celtics, how Red back you would come in and you would literally smell the aroma of the cigars. He, he's probably the one that inspired me to smoke cigars because he was always had one and i just said is is pmb or uh is it going to be just the aroma in the air like how are they going to do that he puts it in the air regularly
2: well and i'm guessing he's probably not going to be the only one and uh, Mm -hmm. so that just like made me kind of go well given the state that we live in (laughs) and the fact that it's not legal and the fact that you're taking basically the most notorious dope smoker in the world, yeah. and putting him here on their on their holiday, like, I, are we ready for that? I'm not sure.
1: How many people uh, are going to be petitioning I don't know. out front? May, I mean, it may inspire a 4 420 wave in Lincoln. I, I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's a it's a progressive kind of town. Sometimes you know <laughs> you think think about it. I mean, I don't know. Is the kids gonna like? How are you, when you go when you just think about that? Right when you go through the the wand area and you know uh, where you the the big things that check your if you got anything sure. on you security like, and all are that, they yeah. gonna be like filling you up and checking to make sure you don't have the i imagine
2: the <laughs> but I'm, I'm guessing there's it's gonna find its way in yeah, yeah you can yeah. only do so much
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: All right. Well, let's get to talking about some wine. So uh, this is Rufino Chianti, and uh, Chianti is from Tuscany. By definition, cannot be made anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tuscany is located in northern Italy and must be made of a minimum 80% of a grape called Sangiovese. Sangiovese is the grape that put northern Italy on the map. Uh, it can be made of... Uh, 20% other grape varietals, but not more than 10% of any one of them. So say it's only 80% Sangiovese, it can be 10% Merlot, 10% Cab, 10% Syrah, whatever it is, but it can't be 80-20. It has to be 80-10-10 or whatever it uh, comes okay. out to be. Um, and uh, the most... Prolific wine in Tuscany would probably be a wine called Brunello di Montalcino. And that's uh, th- those are those bottles that get up into the several hundred dollar a bottle range. And they're made of uh, Sangiovese, but a very specific type of Sangiovese called Sangiovese Grosso. And um, they're big, ageable wines. Uh, the Chiantis are meant to be a little bit lighter. Uh, they also are gonna have some acidity to them so it makes them a little tart by themselves but uh what they say in in the wine world especially in like our sommelier classes is that acidity loves acidity so if you have a wine that has light acidity have some food that has light acidity that's why Uh, tomato based sauces go so well with italian wines Mm -hmm. uh, because the whole becomes greater than the sum of the parts and so um, chianti uh, is uh, probably one of the most famous red wines of the world and uh, like i said comes from tuscany in northern italy this is this is my kind of wine I like I liked last week's a lot. This one is really good. If you'll notice, it's very light. Yeah. Uh, it's not a big fruit bomb, a little bit tart. Uh, but this is a great just like spaghetti wine, right? So oh, yeah. if you're just doing um, something simple, light pasta, you know, your, your tomato-based sauce, you can obviously do like lasagna with it as well. Anything uh, Italian pizza, um, you know, but this is a great like... You know, say you're you're starting to date a gal and and you're making her dinner for the first time, you know, go with what you know. You can't really screw up spaghetti. There do, you go. Do, do a spaghetti and uh, and a nice Chianti, and, and I think mm-hmm. you'll be in good shape.
3: This is kind of a, 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 a maybe a, a newcomer question for the wine committee, but is is the is the wine more expensive based on how long it ages? Uh, obviously, there's all different things that go into it, but just in general,
2: it can be. Yeah, so. Obviously, when you make wine, you have a a cost of goods sold, right? So it has to do with uh, where the grapes come from, what the rent is costing you, the types of barrels that you put it in, the size of the barrels that you put it in, and also the length of time that it goes into those barrels. And so um, there's Chianti. Like what we're having right now, then there's Chianti Classico, uh, which basically there are seven sub districts within the Chianti region, and Classico is regarded as the best of the seven. And then you can go a uh, Reserva as well, which also means that you're going to see a minimum of three and a half years worth of barrel and bottle age prior to release. And so the longer they have to sit on it, the longer they have to age it, um, the better the wine gets. Uh, that's why they do it. But then also they're going to have a greater amount of expenditure in making it, so it's going to increase the price. Um, and that's, just like anything, why you pay more for quality and less for you know cheap stuff. It, it yeah. all depends on how it's made. And that's true whether you're talking clothes or cars or, uh, or wine. So.
3: Is there a danger in keeping something on the shelf for too long that you have? It, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, so everything ages on a bell curve. So um, some wines, especially your old world wines, like your European, French, Italian, uh, Spanish, that bell curve will be uh, longer and slower. So, um, basically if, if, uh, I had to make an analogy, it's, it's kind of like a, just a, a long, smooth hill, right? Um, so generally speaking, your your new world wines, like your California, uh, some of your South America, Australia, um, that bell curve is steeper and shorter. So that, that, that wine will reach its peak sooner and it won't stay at its peak as long. Um, and that's just sort of an indicator of our society here. You know, we want everything ready to go. Uh, we want everything, um, sort of instantaneous. We don't have a lot of patience to, to wait around for much now. Um, in, in, in Europe, wines are considered a food they're not necessarily considered a beverage and it's been something that's part of their culture for centuries and so they have more of like a backlog of of wines and so they're they're going to drink the older stuff first and then add Mm. to their collection um uh, but it's just part of their meal uh you know and they'll have it with lunch and go back to work you know interesting what what are these what do these run uh these are 15 bucks okay So, very light, smooth, easy to drink, but what's interesting is that when you have this with food, especially the right kind of food, the wine will enrich, and it'll gain in depth and complexity and and flavor and and whatnot, and it's just uh, interesting how, especially with Italian wines, no other wines change more with food than Italian wines do. So you could have it by itself and then take a bite of something and then have it again. And it's almost like you're drinking two different products. Oh, interesting. How about
0: the, how about the cider? So so what is
1: the food? I mean, no, what, what type of foods I want to know? So what type of foods would would it, chicken, uh, pasta, what would be the one that you would recommend for that type of wine?
2: Yeah. You know, always a good reason why, uh, foods of a region pair, pair well with wines of a region. So if you're doing an Italian wine, do an an Italian-style meal. So I would say, again, Mm -hmm. something with a red sauce. Um, Doesn't have to be super complex, but... You know, you can if you're, uh, uh, you know, handy in the kitchen and you want to do it upright. uh, A wine like this certainly wouldn't ruin it. Uh, It it would it would still enhance it. But the great thing about a wine like this is that it's relatively simple, so it doesn't need super complex food in order to show well. Mm
3: -hmm. Do you have cooking wines in the shop as well?
2: Yeah, I mean, pretty much any wine is a cooking wine. You know, I mean, it's it's the uh, julia child always said you know never cook with anything that you wouldn't also drink oh okay um so if the wine isn't very good you don't want to put it in your food because all you know the alcohol is going to evaporate so all you're going to be left with are those uh, residual flavors that weren't good in the first place so you don't want to put a lot of time into something and then add bad ingredients so um you know basically any wine can be a cooking wine however do you really want to uh You know, make a mimosa with your Dom Perignon. You know, you you ruin uh, a a good champagne by putting orange juice in it, but you don't mind doing that with a $12 Prosecco. It's actually kind of nice. So same principle applies use something of good quality but uh um you know don't just take the worst thing in the in the uh in the in the store to
3: to make your food with because it'll just bring your food down a level that's interesting i didn't know that i I didn't know there was was a difference
0: what about the cider then i mean what 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 does that run because i I think i'm gonna have to go pick some of that up
2: (laughs) um tonight so these come in six packs (laughs) and uh i want to say they're About uh, Between 10 and 11 bucks A six pack So just under two bucks A cider And they come in the 12 ounce cans Uh, And again Really refreshing Especially Mm -hmm. for the warm weather It's just good patio sitting Good. Uh, I think this would be like a good Sunday afternoon day drinker.
3: Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's hard to imagine too bad, too much of a bad time to, to drink that though. Too, it's, it's just so refreshing, as we said. And refreshing yeah. is, is easy to do. All right, that'll ra- that'll wrap it up for uh, Kevin Meyer and Myers Cork and Bottle. But we do want to leave on a good note here, so we'll get the music uh, there's going. Trap. There's trap. <laughs> <laughs> you heard this one, Nick? I'm not. There's trap.
1: There's <laughs>
3: Thirst trap.
0: Thirst trap. Where, where did this come Thursday
3: from? Thursday, it's a trap. Eric, uh, Strick's, uh yes. brother, right? Yes. Oh. Brother. Yeah. Little yeah. Little brother. That's, awesome. Yeah. That's Thursday awesome. Thursday, it's a thirst trap. <laughs> it's a thirst trap. Boom. That's we awesome. Got
1: a, we got a Myers Cork and Bottle thirst trap. If you want a thirst trap, go into Myers Cork and Bottle and have a sip. All right, Strick. Thank you for the plug,
3: buddy. <laughs> All right. There we go. That it will, again, once again, do it for Kevin Meyer and Myers Cork and Bottle, one of our favorite segments of the the week. Uh our next segment, also always a favorite segment of ours. Shootout with Strick, your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Give us a call right now, 402-464-5685. First one in line will have their shot at $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. That's next here on the block.